Monica. Yay! Forgiveness is more than just a... What is the lyric it's of it? more than saying sorry. Huh? Oh, okay. Sorry. Forgiveness <laughs> is more than saying sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I love that movie. Has anybody seen Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Ferris and Amy Smart? Chris Klein from American Pie, Airplane's Finest. Yeah, it was amazing. It was funny. It's hilarious. It had me cracking up. I actually didn't ever watch that movie. And I finally did because my husband has a DVD. And so we watched it for the first time. It was hilarious. And I actually think that constitutes as a feel good, but also a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a half Christmas from half comedy. Uh-huh. It, but it's just... Yeah. Funny from beginning to end. Hilarious. It's so funny. Ryan Reynolds is funny. I think he's funny. I mean, that definitely... I saw his Deadpool, Deadpool moments in that movie. Yeah, definitely. I, I can feel that. Not Ferris is just hilarious. I think she did a great job. <laughs> I think she's awesome. His I love her. His little brother in the movie, too, though. It's actually like that. Anna, if you're it. listening to this, my name is Yunurma, and I love you. Little bit. <laughs> yes. When we meet, I want us to do each other's podcast, okay? And <laughs> um, we just need to have a ball. I think we should. I am driving with my husband and we're on the way to go to Irvine. Forgiveness is so divine. We're going to Irvine. <laughs> I have my new kids on the block shirt. It's funny because I kept it and I've had this since the sixth grade. So that's been a long time ago. A long, long time ago. I first, first, first loved New Kids when they came out and they released their first songs. I can remember wanting to tape all of their performances on VHS tape and needing to hit the unpause button for whenever there were commercials. So we talked about this in a previous episode. I'm absolutely a human TiVo. And uh, I, I just absolutely love the fact that the new kids on the block still performs. And a couple things. One is, is that I mentioned this in the previous episode, but my mother and I would go to all their concerts since the 80s. They performed a lot of times in Washington, but different parts of Washington. So we'd have to drive to different places and spaces. So for instance, to Tacoma Dome, to Seattle's, Key Arena to Pialup, do the Pialup, which basically, you know, you'd go there and then you'd have to be very careful not to step on anything. You got me? And uh, what's interesting is I even saw them at the LA, because I grew up in Seattle, Washington, born and raised, born and raised in Seatown. And I watched them also live in. Los Angeles at the LA Amphitheater and anytime I would visit my auntie Auntie Emmy, rest in peace we'd always do things like we'd go check out you know, some of their music and I had a scrapbook collection because I collected all the teen beats and tiger beats <laughs> I have 
love it too. I'm so grateful because my mother and father kept everything. And so I remember I stored everything and I would put all of their pictures in those plastic cover type sheet protectors, you know, the three for the three ring binder. So I still actually have that and Lance is a witness to that because he's seen my whole collection and Lance is a great man because he loves it and sometimes he makes me laugh and puts the pins on him like, okay, babe, where are we going? <laughs> and you know, I have a big old, because it's not just the ordinary pins, they're like a big old pin, like it's bigger than like, like big, big huge. And so, uh, yeah, I'll have a, and then he'll be like, where are we going? And then he'll have like Joey McIntyre on his like chest. Joey McIntyre. <laughs> I'm like, but we love you guys. We love New Kids on the Block. I mean, that's the Donnie difference. <laughs> and we love Donnie. We love Danny. And we love Jordan and Joe and Jonathan. So we love all of them. And, of course, Marky Mark. And, you know, Dorchester, baby. I think about you in the summertime. Uh, <laughs> remember that concert when they did the Fenway Park and it was like but you fell from the boy from Dorchester Dorchester baby so the beauty is is that we watched them my mother and I in 2014 they only had four concerts I'm sorry yeah four concerts four shows four live shows and they performed live in Las Vegas where they only had four shows, and my mom and I went to two out of four shows. Two out of four shows. You know, no, but we, we, I haven't even gotten there yet. In 2019, we watched, and what was interesting is we expanded our tradition where we even asked Lance to come with us. <laughs> and, Lance, and Lance had a blast, because he not only, it was beautiful though, the concert, it was in yeah, May of 2019, out. and they it's absolutely sold, sold out. out. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it was wow. so dope. They have a following. Yeah. It was Salt and Pepper, Naughty by Nature, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany. I think we're alone now. <laughs> that's and the Donnie That's too. the Donnie difference, too. Uh -huh. And um, shake your love. I just can't shake your love. You might even find it on my Instagram and my Facebook and my fan page. Yep, you can definitely reference all of that because all of that was beautiful and that was when you were my fiance you're my fiance that time and that was 2019 and the beauty is I think I think they're doing a new tour so that was the mixtape tour so I think they're doing the 2021 version of it although I think they switched up their artist as far as like I think it's En Vogue this time I'm giving him something he can feel To let him know this love is real I love En Vogue I had all their cassette tapes Yeah, cassette tapes I love yeah, cassette tapes I still have I still have all my cassette tapes so I kept them look up cassette tapes, find an Yes, reference, speak to your elders Really connect and sit uh, down We talked about used to jog with the Walkman. <laughs> I love the Walkman I hated when my cassette player would, like my cassette tape would break and then, the tape got eaten. 
and then I'd have to like fix it. I'd have to like fix it and then it'd get squiggly. I did that, absolutely. Oh yes, I did all that. And then I would, I, because I, no, you gotta, you gotta fix it. You gotta be like MacGyver, you know, you gotta be like, I'm, I'm down, I got this. Got way worse. Birthday in November. Jay, I love my friends. Yeah, you can see it. He's kind of. Oh, look, it's a rainbow. By himself, too. It's a rainbow skydive, babe. It's a rainbow. Oh, I see rainbow. How beautiful. So, I'm super, super excited. I got my new kids on the block shirt, and I've had this shirt since I was in the sixth grade. I remember when I got it. I'm so glad I kept it and it's funny, I still fit it. Look at me, babe. I, I still fit it. I still fit it. Minnie's in the back. She's hanging tough. So the shirt's funny because it has like a bunch of like, uh, like it's a, it's a brick wall, right? But it has like graffiti on it. And in the graffiti portion, it's like, please don't go girl, hanging tough, peace. And uh, it has new kids as a lineup and then it says no drugs because that was their big theme is like they'd be like stay stay in school don't do drugs stay in school don't do drugs you know straight edge yes so that was back in the day when it was like mothers against drunk driving was another collaboration so i just feel like a lot of the themes from back in the day that definitely still resonates so oh my goodness i'm so excited to go to irvine oh i love i love my friend hannah hi hannah shout out to hannah i can't wait till we congregate in 2022 how about you Woo! so one of these days we need to go there what the alien jerky yes oh yeah Yes, I want to eat it. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. When I was a kid, I loved Weird Al Yankovic. I did. Everybody, I think at one point did. I did. Still, I don't remember. Like he he would just spoof all the he's, songs that were hits back the in the day. I love that. Yeah. One of my friends does that. Probably not as good though. Well, he isn't, but it's funny. Like yeah. Weird Weird Al is. Weird Al's the man, because he could do all the characters, and the fact that he did Michael like that, I thought that was pretty dope, because well, nobody did one. that. He did a bunch of Michaels. He did totally Eat It? Clever. What were the other ones off the top that you can remember? Um, eat that. It. Oh, because it was... See, that's something you couldn't get away with in this day. No, not in this society, not in this world. People would call him out in a heartbeat, be like, what are you thinking and what are you exactly. doing? No, but back in the day, that was acceptable in that way of, like, expression. How dare you have opinions, you know? What's Don't. this move? Remember how mad Coolio got at him when he did Amish Paradise? Oh, he got mad at him? Yeah, Coolio, like, was really mad. He was like, beefing? That song, he was like, that song was, like, powerful, and you just made a joke of it. He didn't find the humor? No, and then Weird Al was like, no, I did that out of respect, dude. I like your song, but... So did then, he... Like, he, did like he, Coolio made a big fuss about it, and everyone's like, did they get calm along? down. Did they get along again? They eventually made up, but Coolio was taken away too serious. Well, because... Weird Al was like, no, it was no disrespect. He was like, it was actually more out So of they respect. genuinely had beef about it? Not they had beef. Coolio had beef with them. No, but Coolio was beefing him, where it was like... Yeah, he was like, no, I'm not cool with that. That was 
that song is supposed to be powerful and you try to make a joke Gangsters out of it. You know, but I think they made up publicly, like Coolio knew that that was a bad look for him. And then like at an award ceremony, they came out together and was like, oh, we're cool. Like, oh, they made up. Yeah. But it wasn't on Weird Al. He was just, you know, he only does. I think it's a comp. He would only spoof the songs that were really like good like that though, right? Yeah. Like, come on, Michael Jackson, beat it. What, wait, did Michael Jackson have beef when... No, I don't know. What did Michael say? Didn't mind. He's like, yeah, whatever, it's cool. I'm trying to remember and I'm trying to think. Didn't he do one of Tiffany? Did one of Tiffany. He did one of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, too. Holy, hold on. Yeah, he did the Give It Away, but he did it um, something else. I feel like if, you, if Weird Al spoofs you, then that says a lot. It does. Amish Paradise, Eat It party in the CIA. <laughs> yeah. It smells like Nirvana. Yeah, and come on. That was one of the classics, too. I lost on Jeopardy. But, uh, no, it was... Like a surgeon. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm equal parts sleepy, but excited. Should be. And I'm feeling everything. You know what I'm saying? Like a surgeon. Dun, 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 dun. I remember when Madonna's, uh, no, it was still her cassette tape because I remember I went to the Philippines as a little kid and I remember I bought the cassette tape. No, here's what's funny. In the Philippines, when I bought the cassette tapes there, the texture would be a, a little different. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, this is from the Philippines. And I bought. The, oh my gosh, I love this. My favorite, like I lo- have a lot of cassette tapes, but I remember my favorite one that I bought in the Philippines was Madonna's Where's the Party? But it had like the whole album. And I, I feel like that was on side B because, you know, tapes had like eight, side oh, A and side yeah. B. A and, yeah. So I want to reference it. So let me, let me backtrack. Let me take it back and backtrack. Let me take it back and backtrack. Let me take it back and backtrack. So, like, with Madonna, it was like, where's the party? I'm telling Tanya. Yeah, she was fun. So, it was Madonna and, okay, I'm going to reference this out off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, True Blue was on there. I got it! Yay! Ooh, it was a True Blue album. That's right. And it had all the songs, so it was like True Blue. Hold on, let me try to think and let me try to reference. So it was it was her True Blue album, and it said Papa Don't Preach. Yep, Open Your Heart, White Heat, Live to Tell, Where's the Party? That was side B, and side. Oh, I loved it because I remember side B was dope. Because um, with side B, you know how, like, side A and side B, like, you'd for me, I'd be like, I like side B, like, more than side A, you know? So, it'd be like, side B would be, where's the party? Then it would go to True Blue, and then it would go to La Isla Bonita, and then it would go, mm-hmm, and then it would go, Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. And that was a cute song. I actually, I remember me, my, my friend, we choreographed a song to that. 
Where you going, boy? I see your legs twitching. Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. My daddy says you just need a good lick. That's bad. That's yeah. bad. If you think about the lyrics and you break it down, that's bad. Yeah. Why would your dad say that? That's, <laughs> that's me. My, dad actually, yeah. my daddy says you just need a good lick. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. You say you're gonna be the king of Las Vegas. Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. You're just a boy that comes from bad places. Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why do fools fall in love with fools like you? Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. You know who that reminds me of now in 2021? Guess. Garoppolo. <laughs> it's totally Jimmy's song. Yay! Can somebody tell me what the same heck is going on here? Well, we can, sir. Well, who are you? We're the Monster Squad. Yee! Monster Squad. Confession? No, a little bit confession. That was the Monster Squad that was released in 1987, and that is my favorite movie <laughs> in the 80s. I have a lot of favorite 80s movies, but that's absolutely up there, and I used to watch that a lot. We're talking whenever it played on Cinemax, HBO, Showtime, I'd always watch it. And I watched it recently with Lance, and he loved it too. In fact... A special thing happened in 1987. Ah. So today I want to celebrate Brittany's freedom. Brittany is a free woman, legally, mentally, emotionally, everything. And I'm very happy for her. I supported her. And I definitely supported her, her path towards freedom as she is now a free woman, free from her conservatorship. So, yay! Congratulations! I'm so happy for her. No woman should ever have to go through that. And Minnie, I know Minnie, right? Minnie's like, yeah, no woman should. Nobody should. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, never you're in trouble. Protecting mama. Yeah, Minnie's always protective of me. So Saturday was really scary because as we were driving, we were driving past Baker. We were 30 minutes after Baker and the car started making a noise, that kind of thumping noise. And I'm like, oh no. And we all know that noise and what it sounds like. And we all know what it feels like. And I've never met a soul that has ever liked that noise. And so as we were driving, sure enough, our tires started giving out. And so Lance checked it out, and it was like all the tires looked quote unquote all good to go, but sure enough, the left side of the tire, front front tire, it was on its way to be no more. So we stayed calm. We were driving, and it started giving up and giving out. Lance and I luckily, as we were driving, we were close to a rest area. So we pulled over and it was still daylight, it was in the morning. 
and in that area we assessed the situation and the left tire front left tire was no longer operational no longer working no longer reliable so we were like okay what do we do and the spare would not have been able to make it at all either so we reached out to different places and they gave us different quotes and there were limitations with all that because for instance AAA was like well you know we can only do five miles and I'm like uh, we're hundreds of miles away from our destination and the other place which again we were 30 minutes after Baker the places that were in that area they could be able to bring us a tire but they wanted to quote us in the hundreds so it was like didn't feel worth it I mean safety peace of mind exactly priceless but it was the feeling of like I know that we can find a resource and we can be able to find a way so we kept trying and Lance found a, a place where this gentleman was really nice to us he was very kind and he gave us updates and he gave us his whereabouts and he gave us you know different reports of when he would get to us because in that space of time it was like what's that noise oh, oh wow wow yeah that's a car alarm so uh yeah that must be for carvana or something so um so oh god oh so much drama in the lbc it's kind of hard being snoopy double g so we're pulled over right and we were very very patient because all we wanted to do was get back safe and I reached out to the place where we had our scheduled appointment and we take these appointments so seriously. So luckily we were able to reschedule for Monday, Monday afternoon, and they were absolutely understanding because you know, the fact that a tire blows out, that's scary. So they can understand the emergency of the crisis situation. So um, the gentleman that helped us, he, helped us by coming out and he definitely helped us with with replacing the tire and then switching the tire and then we were able to then get back on the road to then go home and as we were waiting you know luckily I had you know we had water we had snacks light snacks Mini and I just kind of you know meeting Lance and I just kind of we had each other you know we had water we had do you feel the difference does it feel better so Lance Lance yesterday we researched different places did they balance it out it feels a little like did they is it okay but the guy but the guy was absolutely compassionate and understanding and respectful and mutually kind to us. And he had two other, I think two or two, was it two or three other jobs before us. So we were next in queue and we got home safe and sound and we researched 
getting new tires. So we got, I, I found a great place, Firestone, and they were very helpful and service oriented where they're like, miss slash ma'am, we want to help you guys. And we want to make sure you guys are safe on the road because these appointments that we go to, we basically commute and we get there where, you know, we go to an appointment and then we go home. But we commute like 10 hours with traffic to and from each appointment. And so that felt so nice. And Lance and I both, we would have been, you know, at ease and staying calm and patient and, you know, praying. And it felt like an answered prayer because... Lance went to different places and a couple places quoted, you know, again in the hundreds. And honestly, whenever people give quotes, it's always important to navigate to see what other quotes are. So that way you can get the best available and kind of see which place because there are a lot of great businesses and it's all about earning one's, you know, business with that that effort of making sure one's safe. So it felt really good to find a great place and they took good care of us. And so now it's like, okay, we're, we feel better on the road and it's absolutely much safer. So it's a nice feeling. So I myself, I, I don't like that. I'm trying to, I've had it a couple, like mm, a lot of times because I do a lot of driving, you know, and back in Washington, I used to commute all the time as well. And so in general, I just feel like it's important to just know your car is always safe and you always, you know, do the upkeep and the maintenance and make sure everything's good. So, you know, when these things happen, it's important to like know your bearings and just be safe as always, you know. And the guy had an interesting, cool character. He kind of looked like Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah. Let's take off the leash. And Minnie was calm the whole time, right? She was very good. And so were the pineapples, right? Yes. Oh, it feels good to be relaxing. I have to say, it's a much different feeling to feel like this, where you feel safe on the road, as opposed to the other day, because the other day just made my made me feel like, oh my gosh, you know. Skies are clear today. <sighs> Can you believe it's about to be the holidays? Yay! So I gotta say I'm excited for Thanksgiving. My mouse family and I are gonna do a nice quiet Thanksgiving together. We've been absolutely safe throughout this whole pandemic. We've been safe as always. Lance and I both, we got our vaccination shots together and very proud of us for taking care of that and just very proud of everyone who's been on top of their shots and everything and doing what's necessary and we've been keeping extra safe with everything because we follow a lot of protocols and we follow, follow a lot and for me personally I have medical conditions that I definitely take seriously and I always comply to my doctor's recommendations and the treatment plans because I like to keep on track and I like to monitor myself and they monitor me closely so I feel good about all that so 
that reassures us because that minimizes and you know it it takes away all that you know eases the mind to just feel like minimizing risk i'd rather be safe and longevity is key and we always wear a mask and i love to be able to like stay in touch and keep in close touch with people but i like to keep safe because you know i want to you know i think in terms of longevity longevity a longevity longevity for me longevity 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 it's the way to be because i say longevity all day i say pineapple vibes all day pineapple vibes pineapple vibes pineapple vibes so what are some good movies that are classics that you like my classic favorite movies that I like, I have a bunch, and they're all eclectic because it's all different and different types. And I really do like, when I was a kid, I gotta tell you, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but when I was a kid, my aunties took me to see Endless Love, <laughs> the version with Brooke Shields. And when you're a kid, you're not supposed to do that because <laughs> it had like love scenes that were just, so I remember being a kid and there's a like a love scene where I think the character, Brooke Shields character and her boyfriend were at their family's house and you know, oh, she and her boyfriend were like literally getting it on at the fireplace and the mom was watching. Ew, right? <laughs> and when we kid, I was like, what is that? You know, I'm a little kid, right? And um and so I'm like, nah, what? So, yeah, that happened. But that was like, I did watch that. In fact, I had the CD, DVD, or yeah, DVD of it. And I played that and I had the VHS tape of it. <laughs> I had this cool TV that you could play. You know those TV? It's like I had a TV where you could, I actually still have it. I do. But it's like you could play the VHS and the DVD in it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. But it was the actual TV too. Oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah. That's actually attached to the TV. Exactly. So it's all in one encompassing. That was like a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Like, I ooh. I, I still have it Once too. Upon a time, I wish I had that. It still works. It's so much easier. Yeah. And I like preserving the vintage antiques of it because it's part of our American collective history. Collective history, a little bit collective history just for you and me. So we're going to get into sports and we're going to get into the LTR recap as well as the predictions and analysis. Before, But before we do all that, I want to give a shout out to Britney Spears. I absolutely am so happy for you and your new freedom. And you deserve this. You deserve this since the get, get up and the giddy up and the get go. And I think that, you know, I'm very pleased to see the outcome. And justice has happened in your case. And it's great to see that because you deserve that to begin with. And I'm just happy for you. And I wish you all the love in the world. And I wish you all the care in from my heart and respect from society and 
you know, you deserve to have new levels of freedom in your heart and your mind and deserve to do whatever, you know, it is in your heart's desire and however, you know, the main thing is now is achieving your mental freedom, you know, and you don't have to be locked in anymore, locked down or feel, you know, imprison your mind from all of that, you know, just be set free, you know, of the wings. That's another part of me is that Yanurma of the wings. And I'm very, very happy for you. And it's about to be your birthday. You're about to enter the decade. That is my favorite. Your 40s. She's going to be E40. She's going to be E40 on December 1st. So I'm very happy for you, Britt. And I've been supporting you since day one. Not just with your music, but also with your freedom. So I am so happy for you. And you deserve all the freedom in the world. And I can empathize, I can understand, I can relate, I can connect, I can really know what it feels like and I just know that you deserve everything and you have a good heart so keep that heart flourishing and nurture it and you owe no one anything except yourself now so just do your do you and you know find your own level of happiness and then be you and do you and you, you don't have any more restrictions that confine you. So let's get into some sports. I'm going to talk a little bit about how I feel about the game yesterday, and then we're going to hand it over to LTR. So yesterday we lost. We did. I was happy to I was happy to see Russell get back out there. I was happy to hear and see and feel Russell be out there in the field. And you know we missed you, and glad that you healed up. You know, at the end of the day, I'm just very happy that, you know, you had a healing process and you got back out there. So I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you were there and I'm glad that you represented. Um, but non-win or win, I'm all in thick and thin and I love my, my hometown Hawks forever. And go Hawks all day, every day, just like pineapple vibes. And... It always hurts to not win, but at the same time, you just gotta keep going. So the next game we got is the Arizona Cardinals. And I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> Lance will point it out and illustrate about the scoring and all that. But yeah, there's been a lot of reports and a lot of headlines pertaining to Aaron Rodgers and his whole decorum and you know, this is an interesting game because this is an interesting set of teams that they played each other. I remember it was 20, I remember they played each other. It was like 2014, it was the, the Hawks versus the Cheeseheads. And I remember that was the ultimate game that allowed us the opportunity to win the NFC Championship, you know? And um, I, you know, I know a couple things and I observe a couple things like with Aaron Rodgers first of all he really takes no shade November seriously he's like you know I'm gonna go all in <laughs> and second of all uh, you know there's just a lot of headlines and and he's lucky he got to play yesterday you know because he kind of yeah, the, the pole protocol, I mean, you got to really take that seriously, especially with, you know, playing sports and having such proximity and, and all that. And 
he's lucky he got to play yesterday. And um, it was interesting to see both Russ and and Aaron play yesterday. And you know, Lance will point out the scores and the stats on that, but. I feel like we should have scored at least one point. <laughs> I'm like, we went in there and we came out with zero. I'm like, oh. you know, but to me, it's like my Seahawks are like family where it's like, you know, don't talk about my family, you know, don't, don't you dare. Uh, but for me, I'm just kind of like, man, you know, cause you know, it's my family, you know, don't, it's fine though, you know? But I just was like, we can do better than that. That's kind of the case at hand. It's like, we can always do better. We can always strive for more. And we can always keep pushing, you know? And I think we could have did better than that. I don't know. Just, just kick a field goal, damn it. Like, you know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> Give me a heavy down point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to see when someone I love suffers at the same time I'll be there to support and root and stuff but it's just painful when you love somebody and stuff and you're just like nah like you know like it's painful like uh, but then you got to consistently support so thick and thin is what it's all about you know what I'm saying so that's what I'm talking about but um I'm I'm excited you know it's been a very interesting football season um it's been a very interesting fall season we have a lot to be grateful for um, so everything's in perspective, and we just got to keep going and do our best and play our best. It was an absolute setback to not have rest there for the couple games that we've had, but I still have faith, and, you know, I think we'll just make the most out of what we got, you know? And we still got it, the right stuff. Oh, my goodness, I love the new kids on the block steal as much as new addition. All right, I'm gonna hand the I'm gonna hand the floor over to none other than LTR, who's going to do the LTR recap, analysis, and predictions, and it's gonna be awesome. So we have a lot in store. So stay tuned for more little bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. are in for a treat we have the weekly recap brought to you by LTR recap along with some predictions as well as analysis ladies and gentlemen give a warm welcome to Lance ladies and gentlemen Lance all right hello everybody I'm gonna get into the uh, recap right now so it was the Seahawks versus the Packers the tale of two comebacking quarterbacks of different circumstance, but still. We had Aaron Rodgers coming off of um, COVID protocol, and then we had Russell Wilson coming off of his uh, broken finger. And it was going to... It sounded like it was going to be really exciting. I mean, when you hear those two names as quarterbacks, that sounds like a great game. But it ended up being kind of a... I don't know. Kind of a snooze. A little bit of a letdown, to be honest. Um... The score was 3-0 to zero at halftime, and it stayed that way into the third quarter, which is was like one of the lowest scoring games in NFL since 2017 or something like that up to that point, which you wouldn't expect from those two. But I kind of, uh, kind of feel like maybe Russell, he looked good, but I don't know. Maybe he shouldn't have been rushed back as quick. 
Yeah, I mean, he had to have a pin put in his finger, so I, I don't know how you come back from that in three or four weeks. I mean, that just seems... But these guys are football players, and, you know, Russ is tough as they come. He still looked... He, he looked good, though. The rest of the team didn't as much. The defense... I mean, the defense actually played pretty well, though. They held Aaron Rodgers and the team to three points for most of the game. Yeah. Um, but the offense just couldn't get anything going, you know. Metcalf getting ejected from the game, that's just... One of those, it's like, what are you doing? And then he tried to come back in, so he's been getting burned on the uh, on the line for that one today. <laughs> you know, um, but overall, it was a disappointment. Um, Seattle loses. Their record now is at three and six, which I don't remember the last time their record was at three and six. And you know, it's it's still we still got games left to go. It's just it's a, it's a real uphill battle for them. And as far as the Packers go, you know, they always. They seem to find ways to win. I, I really don't like them, and uh, yeah, I, I was I was hoping Seattle would beat them just because, uh, you know, as a Niner fan, uh, I, like I said, I still root for my wife's team when they play other teams, and and whenever we play the Packers, either one of us, and, and, and I, I'd rather see the Packers lose. So it was upsetting in that sense, and you know, Russ, um, Russ should get better though. He didn't. Uh, he played as well as he could, but the offense needs to figure something out. There has to be something different. They have to go with something different. They need to get that running game going, which has been an issue for him this whole time. The pass game, you know, Russ has the weapons to just making the plays. I don't know if it comes down to the coaching, the play calling, but yesterday's game was a uh, it was a disappointment, and hopefully Seattle can bounce back from it. They play the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals got destroyed by the Panthers yesterday. Cam Newton back on the Panthers, and blew them out 34 to 10 nobody expected that so you know I'm glad to see the Cardinals lose though losing is, is good for both of our teams so I'm glad to see them lose and I really hope Seattle can you know come back with a vengeance next week and beat them too because that's another one of those teams I really don't care for and I'd love to see either one of our teams beat them all the time um yeah and Russ he should get better. Hopefully that was a, uh, a little bit of a wake-up call to the coaching staff and everybody. Like, you know, you got to be able to go into games and, you know, you got to find ways to win. And that's what it's all about in the NFL. And when they play the Cardinals, the Cardinals should have Kyler Murray back next week, maybe. But if they don't, it's better the chances. But who knows? I mean, it's football. Anything could happen. So we're rooting for Seattle in that game, though. Definitely. And uh, tonight, my team plays. We've got the Niners versus the Rams. I think the um, premise there is that the Rams are going to kill us just because of how bad we've been of recent. But one thing um, that I know for sure is that Jimmy Garoppolo is undefeated against the Rams in his tender tenure with the 49ers. There seems to be something about the way Shanahan knows how to play the Rams. I don't know. I hope he can tonight. I hope he does it tonight. I really do. I, I want to see uh, Jimmy, Debo Samuel. You know, Debo Samuel's undefeated against the Rams and has always seems to have big games against them. The Rams got a beat pretty bad by the Titans last week and we're coming off the most disappointing loss to the Cardinals last week so both teams both teams are coming in here motivated and you know have a lot to play for this is a uh, rivalry game it's a division game so I want you know I'm faithful I'm wearing my shirt right now that says faithful 49ers so I'm gonna hope for the best and you know I'll, I'll be prepared for the worst <laughs> but uh I can't wait um we'll have I'll have the analysis of that one in the next podcast that we do so um, as far as the breakdown goes for that, just got to, if our team can, we've got all the talent. Once again, it just depends on if we show up. Our defense really needs to show up. 
hopefully after last week's letdown, they, they come out and know that it's, you know, they got to shut Matthew Stafford down. It's a different game, though, with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. So, you know, we've beaten Jared Goff in the Rams since Jimmy Garoppolo has been there. But this is a different Rams team. They're coming in motivated, but should be a fun game. Should be a fun game. I'm hoping for the best. I want it to be a fun game for us, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'll have that analysis in a, uh, in a, on the next podcast. And my wife's team will be playing the Cardinals, and we're rooting for them too. So um, we'll have the breakdown of that on the next podcast as well. And it's going to be, uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're in the middle of the season here, and we still got a long ways to go. So anything could happen. And I'm going to hand it back over to my wife now and, Yeah, always a pleasure, and thank you for your time. I'll be talking to you guys again soon. Awesome. I like the fact that he said it's still mid-part of the season because it started feeling like it was over. (laughs) I'm like, there's still some football to be played. There's still some football to be watched. There's still some football to be rooting for. Plus, we have an extra game this season. Is it that case? Yeah, we did 17 games. As opposed so, to 16? Yeah, so we All still right. got, we're in week 10. We still got, um, well, for you guys, seven games, eight games for us. But, yeah, yeah anything could happen. So, I mean, man, we're all still in this. And we just got to keep the faith. Keep the faith. I like that. I like that. Keep rocking. Keep the faith. Yep. Keep it going. Yeah. I always like saying, keep that's it going. That's the Donnie difference. That's the Donnie difference. Sorry, that's our new thing we're stuck on. Uh, that's been our thing, that's though. That's been our thing that we've been stuck on. For <laughs> but, like, minute. lately, yeah, every yeah. little moment is, that's, <laughs> but you got to do it you with the point. The finger, you yes. got to point the finger and be like, <laughs> that's the Donnie difference. <laughs> I, uh, Joey was my favorite. I think I've mentioned that in several of my podcast episodes. Joey is my favorite Joey Joe and it's funny because a lot of the girls like Jordan and Joe and Donnie and like Jonathan Donnie but was like the hype super hype man for the he team. was he, he had the most he was like the Bobby team. Brown yeah, of new edition really like not didn't have the voice in the uh, as much as Joe and Jordan and Jordan definitely brought the energy he was the guy yeah he was that guy he brought you out yeah, Without he, him, it wouldn't have worked. Like, he, yeah. he was an integral part of that. I, I love the fact that I remember that sentiment and I was alive to know the Donnie difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because... And I, even to this day, when we saw them perform, he's still that guy. Like, this... Yeah. You know, here they are in their 50s, still looking... I can't believe they're in their 50s. You know, yeah. Showing their abs and, you know... Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, Danny uh, I mean, well. Donnie had the abs too, but Danny's got the. They all, yeah. Yeah, but either way, you know. I like I like what they did with their lives and what they did with their with their journeys because, yeah, absolutely, they were an '80s icon as part of you know the history, and I got much love and much respect for New Kids on the Block and New Edition. They were both produced by Maury Starr, and that's when they began. And you know who else produced was um, Perfect Gentleman. Really? And yeah, my favorite songs from Perfect Gentleman. They were produced by Maury Star. Yes. Wow. I met Perfect Gentleman at Enchanted Village. They came out, and I remember my brother took me, and he drove like this Geo Storm, and <laughs> the Geo yeah, Storm. he drove like a red Geo Storm. <laughs> And, oh um, my God, I haven't heard of that car for yeah, so long. I know, he drove a red one, and I remember when he first got it. And, um, because my brothers are older than me, so when they got their first 
when they got their license, that was like a big deal because like, oh, you know, I got my license. And um, so he had the geostorm. And I remember we went there and they were just about to leave and they were in their limo. And I remember my brother had, him, he and I both have skills when it comes to driving and his car was, I think, yeah, I think it was like a stick. And um, we were able to be behind them. And when it was a stop sign, I just went for it and I gave them my teddy bear with a little rose. And then I shook their hand and I didn't wash my hand for like two days. <laughs> my mom was like, you better wash your hand. Your hand is dirty, wash the hand now, my goodness. And um, yeah, and I remember that moment and I I do remember that. And I, I remember when my, my um, I remember when they went to Fred Meyer too. And oh my gosh. Uh, well, New Kids on the Block also went to Fred Meyer. But what's funny is that when when Perfect Gentleman came out and when they released their songs, because I remember the boys was like, dial my heart, just dial my heart, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talk about it, baby, do you have the time? I see my own homeboy, it's on your mind. Cause I'm in love and I can't win. And then Perfect Gentleman was like, um, ooh la la. just insert the blank with whomever your crush was and it was like they had this song about rings around the room of like rings around the moon you've got me singing rings around the moon you've got me seeing stars in the middle of the day no ordinary thing I must say mm -hmm. I love that song but I I just love this the very sweet beats and then um, when High Five came out, they had a lot of hits. Did you like High Five when they came out? Well, I don't remember them when they came out, but I remember them later on listening to Yeah, well, when they came out, a lot of their hits were very sweet and cute. So they had this one about kissing, you know, like, I like the way yeah, you like kiss me when we play in the kissing game. I like the way. You keep me looking forward to another day, baby. All summer long, we've been together. And I've never felt so good. Cause when I'm with you, there's such a good time. Yes, it is, yeah. And when you get next to me, you make my heart beat fast. You blew me back with your smile And when we're alone I know we're in love Cause I can't get enough Cause I like the way But I remember the intro too was like thump, psh, thump, psh, thump, psh, thump, I, And then they had this And I, I would perform with that beat and that vibe and that flow And then um, I just love all that music Everything, yeah, and then um, just can't handle it. I remember um, there was this one record store, right? Because we had, uh, I used to collect all my cassette tapes and, and all my records from Tower Records, you know, and that was a big deal. And I remember I found this one place where I could get, because when CDs first started coming out and coming up, they were. And I would collect not just the CD, but also like 
they would have them in this big old box that was way bigger than the actual CD case. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why would you even want to waste that much paper? You know what I mean? But then I would actually kind of make it like a little collage shrine, you know what I mean? So I had like New Kids on the Block, High Five, The Boys, Perfect Gentleman, New Edition, and then um, I definitely had Salt and Pepper and Vogue. Mm -hmm. But they, you know what was dope though? All those people that I just described and, and just lined up and remembered and reminisced upon, like all of them not only sang and had that talent of being able to either be a backup singer or a lead singer, but they also could dance, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the heart and soul. And that's what was my foundation and my historical foundation was they, they knew not just to just be like, hi, hashtag me out. Like that wasn't their, their vibe. It was like all in of like having actual substance so you could feel their music. So no matter what kind of mood you'd be in, you could just feel good by listening to it. And then their tracks just kept getting better, you know, cause their first album was like, I remember the first song was like, just can't handle it. I was only, cause like that song. So have you ever heard of just can't handle it? So the concept is, I was only 16, she was 25. So it was like a big deal. Like, you know, he's a 16 year old. They got names for that nowadays. That would also be part of cancel culture. But you know, that yeah, was, no. that was, that would, that would be like a no-no song. But no, like the music video, they made it like cute. Like he's all in love with her, but you know, look, he's sick. But that was the Just Can't Handle It song. Just Can't Handle It. I was only 16, she was 25. I'll be thinking about you every night and every day. Cause in my heart I know that I never should have let you go. And my love for you is stronger and I never knew. But I'll be... <laughs> I'll be, I'll be something stoked. Ah! And, but I liked that and unconditional love. I would cross the highest seas. Or I would cross the high, swim the deepest seas. I would cross the desert land. I would do anything for your love. Oh, yeah. Unconditional love. Baby, once is not enough. I can't live without your love. Unconditional love. Thank you so much for tuning in to Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. We're so happy that you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for more. We'll have our next episode up and running very soon. We want to give a shout out to Lumpia Culture. You can find my Little Bit collection on lupiaculture.com where you will see all the wonderful Little Bit shirts and tank tops. We also want to give a shout out to Kurt Gruwan as well as Jerry Kofeld, as well as Bill Word, as well as Hannah. Woo! We also want to give a shout out to my family and my friends. Happy birthday to my dear roomie, Jane. Woo! Much love and can't wait to see you again in the new year. We also want to give a shout out to Tasha Jones. Much love. We also want to give a shout out to Mario. We also want to give a shout out to Valencia. 
as well as Melissa. We also want to give a shout out to all of our listeners in the Philippines, Mabuhay, Marami Salamat, Germany, Dankeschön, my native country, born and raised in Seatown, Seattle, Washington. We want to give a shout out to my country, America, God bless the USA, as well as to the UK. Cheers! Much love and God bless, and we'll see you again. Stay tuned for more A Little Bit Yanurma of the Wings coming soon. Thank you. Thank you.